We ready to drop this thing? Uh, Houston, uh, we are uh, ready. Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. Atomic batteries to power. Four. Prepare for warp speed. Turbines to speed. Three. Standby transwarp drive. Two. Roger. Ready to move up. On my mark. One. Let's go. This is the Low Down Sports Show with Drew. Yes, sir. And BJ. Let's get at it. And it starts now. Welcome in, everyone, to another episode of the Low Down Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. I'm your host, Drew. And I'm BJ. And we're here to get the lowdown on all things basketball. Today we've got a full slate for you, Christmas games in the NBA Mm -hmm. this past weekend, as well as some WNBA news within the coaching ranks. Now, big time stuff right there that we're going to be talking about here a little bit. And of course, as always, playing some with it or quit it, BJ. So, are you ready? You ready, bro? I'm always ready, bro. I was born ready. All right. Well, we're going to kick things off with the NBA side. You know, recapping the Christmas Day games, we already talked about the history of the Christmas Day games. 74th is what this one was, BJ. Have a good old 75th anniversary set of games. They'll probably throw it back to some of the originals, don't you think? But uh, once the 75th comes up, you know, just to make Yeah, I would would expect to to see some some, uh, matchups next year of, of like, some of the oldest franchises. You might see Boston and and the Lakers again. You, You probably see some... Like historic rivalries, potentially you could see Sixers and and uh, and Warriors or something like that. You know, just go throw it back to the history of the league, basically. Right. So looking back at our current Christmas Day games, it just happened over this past weekend. Beach. It started off with Hawks, Knicks, then Bucks, Celtics, then Warriors, Suns, then Nets, Lakers, and finished off with Mavs, Jazz. Let's start hey, with Drew. This. We had a okay. full slate, and we are so happy that we got all five games played. We were worried right? that they weren't weren't going to be able to play uh, a couple of them, but they got all five in, and 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 couldn't be happier, man. Right. It is good to see that we got a full slate of games, though we didn't have you know all the players that we were hoping to see uh, on Christmas. So, for example, on this first game, Atlanta Hawks, no Trey Young, no. No Trey Young, is that probably going to result in a W for the Atlanta Hawks? Probably not, especially no. when playing the Knicks. Uh, BJ, did you get to see this game? I I got to see, you know, like ins and outs of it, not a whole bunch, uh, not, not a whole lot. I did see how well Kimba did, triple-double Kimba yeah. for the Knicks in that game. My man had t- 10 points, 10 rebounds, and 12 assists. Nice little tiny Christmas triple-double. Played 40 minutes to get those. And goes from being reduced, unfortunately, to the bench to getting 40 minutes on Christmas. Yeah. I watched. I, I was able to watch uh, part of this game. Uh, we, we were kind of moving all over the place on Christmas Day, but I did get to watch most of the first half. Uh, Knicks were shooting lights out, and uh, it just was at, at times Atlanta couldn't keep up. You really see that reflected in the score that, uh, you know, despite being, uh, you know, just a 14-point loss, it really never felt like Atlanta was in the game. Uh, Knicks were just shooting red hot for, for most of that first half, and, and they were able to to do enough late to 
uh, pull away. Yeah, it ended up being 61-51 at halftime, and then the uh, the Hawks didn't score more than 21 points in either quarter uh, in the second half. Had 15 coming out of the gates in the third, and yeah. uh, you know had just as decent of a fourth quarter. But Knicks didn't play as well in the second half either. Thankfully for that, you know, early first half where they played well, they only had 20 points apiece in the third and fourth quarter, having uh, after having 30 in both the first and second quarters. Yeah, um, but. You know, not not one of those highlight games. You know, uh, Knicks are pretty, you know, decently healthy now, uh, for the most part, as far as their main guys. You know, Rose is out for a bit. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, Atlanta Hawks hope to get Trey Young back pretty soon. They don't have the injuries that they were facing last year, but I believe DeAndre Hunter is like is out for a good amount of time. Don't know exactly how long, but um, so BJ, how how do you rate this for a first Christmas Day game? Um, you know, wasn't the best, you know, the star that made the drama between the two teams wasn't there. And yeah. that's the main thing that create, created this quote unquote rivalry. And, yeah. uh, yeah, it was the, it was the early game, early game. Yeah. It, it wasn't definitely didn't have the, um, the same kind of, you know, like drama that the playoffs did. Obviously you wouldn't expect that for a regular season matchup, but not having Trey young really did hurt Atlanta. Uh, it was kind of one of those that, uh, you know, you need one of those games where everybody's still kind of half asleep because it's been an, a long morning already when you've been looking at what Santa delivered under the tree. And, well, you know, if everybody's got to unwrap socks and underwear on Christmas morning, and the Knicks-Hawks matchup was basically socks and underwear Christmas morning. <laughs> so you you got the you got the, the really cool expensive toys uh, uh, in terms of matchups still, still uh, on tap for the rest of that day. But, you know, you, you do need clothes, and, yes, you will try them on. So you, you, you got you got to make sure that that you you if you if you're gonna spend the whole day in front of the tube watching basketball, you you still gotta uh, you know you still gotta enjoy some things about each matchup and and you know I mean if you're a Knicks fan, you know you always appreciate a, a win and and hopefully you're getting healthy at the right time because it's been a struggle to start this season and you know New York really could could use uh, more performances like that from Kimba and and from Julius Randle especially 25 and 12 uh, in order to keep pushing to the top of the Eastern conference. They're only three games under 500, but at this point you got to look at, you know, how far back they are. Milwaukee uh, still, you know, just proving why they're the defending champs. And we'll talk about them here in a second, but at the moment, New York finds themselves not even in the play in tournament. Uh, So they really did need that win. And, and uh, now they've got uh, a favorable slate, I believe coming up that can help, push them into the top six even yeah it was a 101 87 win for the knicks on christmas day to kick off the action of games yeah both teams are under 500 hawks two under knicks three under uh you know not great for both teams you know considering the talent on both both ball clubs but you know a lot of teams in the east are playing up it's this year you know the, the bulls you know really really good really good well, just think, I mean, if you're looking just solely at their division, Drew, New York is just two games back of Philadelphia for being in second place. That's how close it is in that race. They could go, you know, on a couple, they could get a couple wins and be, you know, right back in it around the, the top six where Philly is right now. If, if they can uh, continue to get healthy and continue to play as good as they did and shoot the ball well like they did on Christmas. Right. And speaking of the Eastern Conference, 
Boston Celtics, Milwaukee Bucks was game number two of the day. BJ um, had a relatively healthy Boston Celtics team. You got to see Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. You got to see Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, Robert Williams. Uh, Peyton Pritchard got a decent bit of time, but they're still missing some people as well. Yeah, uh, Bucks been playing really good. They're not missing near as many people, and they're getting some people back. Uh, all at the same time as Dante G- DiVincenzo's come back recently. Uh, you know, Giannis was Giannis, yeah. 36, 12, 5. I mean, what can you do? What can you do, really? Yeah, it's uh, tough to stop. Know. But this, this one was a really good matchup, and uh, I was yeah, kind of surprised. It, it was a down-to-the-wire type type game. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was better than people were expecting this season. You know, a lot Absolutely. of people are disappointed in the Celtics, uh, and they think that they can do more, which, you know, maybe they can yeah. But uh, I feel like they're underachieving with their with their guys. You know, Jalen Brown's been off and on injured, so that's been a part of it uh, as well. But you know, you can see that they can still play with you know just about eighteen. So oh yeah, you know, once they get everybody fully healthy, you know, get a rhythm going. You know, it's a first year head coach, so you know, they're really trying to refine themselves. It's going to be a new culture, uh, so you know everything is new to them. So I mean, staying afloat, yeah. you know, like they are. If they had got that win, that would have been big. But you know they're only one game under 500, so I mean they're not very mm-hmm. far out of out of the ways. They just got to get a little win streak going, get some momentum, and, and yeah, they'll be back in a fight. But uh, no, Celtics one of the legendary teams to play on Christmas Day, BJ. Um, oh yeah, like I said, like we said earlier, we'll probably see them like them and Lakers match up, uh, like a Bulls and a Knicks or something type matchup. Yeah. Uh, for next year. And and the good part about all these matchups is like these teams are actually good enough to, you know, service and put them on. Like n- nobody's going to be opposed to, you know, these Bulls and those Knicks or yeah. you know, a better version of those Knicks next year. Yeah. Um, but I mean, still good games. I mean, if you can put the Knicks, you know, on Christmas this year, you can put them on Christmas next year. Probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, uh, I don't know if you'll see, you know, the Bucks on there. You might. Uh, maybe a Bucks Sixers. I'll, like give, I'll, get, I'll give you one to watch, keep an eye on for. Um, I'm wondering if next year, you know, you've seen both uh, these teams this year, uh, if they can make sure that both are healthy. I'm sure they'd love to have uh, Trey Young versus Luka Doncic in Dallas on mm. the, on uh, Christmas Day next year. Hawks, Mavs. Okay. Yeah. That'd be an enticing matchup. Mm-hmm. Sure, for sure. Yeah. So. That, could, that could be, you know, the like the uh, – in that slot that the uh, – the Suns Warriors was in this year. Be a good slot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, you know, back to the Bucks. Bucks are good. You know, Demarcus Cousins finally, you know, getting himself somewhere with the team while uh, yeah, Brooke Lopez is out and getting to play some decent minutes. Uh, Seventeen in the Christmas game, nine and eight, not bad. Um, he's just he doesn't have lift anymore. I mean, he's not yeah. he's not the boogie of old. Not the boogie yeah. at all, like because it was it had a lot of bully ball and athleticism in his game, and like yeah, he could still shoot. You know, he still has some post moves, but it was all it was a lot about you know power and you know athletic ability in his game, and you know since that didn't like wither away with time, you know just with age, and you know yeah. he had to resort to it immediately because of an injury. Like it's not as fine tuned as it would be as you know you get your shot better over an extensive uh, career. But, you know, Cousins, he's just not – as much as you'd like to see people come back from, like, these injuries and be just as good as before or, you know, some good version of themselves, like, he's he, he's no real version of himself except for, like, you know, talking and smacking a game. 
Yeah. Uh, but that's what it is for Boogie. You know, some people just can't come back from it. So yeah. that's how it is. Drew Holiday playing at all-star level, 17 points in the game. Uh, five rebounds, three assists, some steals. Drew Holiday gonna be an all-star in the West, BJ. See, that's what we gotta we have an, an early all-star list here pretty soon because yeah, you know, all-star is gonna be selected. You know, the next few weeks, a month or so. Yeah, all-star game. I mean, actually, less. You know, probably in the next couple of weeks. We, to be honest. Yeah, we, so you we, know who we, the all-stars we, are going into the break. Probably. Mid Jan, end of Jan. Yeah, I was gonna say we could we could do that next week after after you kind of you know we, I think we were talking about uh, off air what what we might do next week. Uh, you know you'll be covering uh, the Dirk retirement uh, jersey retirement yeah. game. That'll be I think that'll be a really good game, especially if Luca back from the COVID list next week. I think that'll be you know at least some of what we talk about. Uh, but we could, you know, absolutely have that, uh, have our, our early, you know, pre, pre all-star well, selections. The, the CDC out here helping the Mavs because they didn't change the quarantine time from 10 days to five days. So we yeah. did see Luca. Yeah. Not we might see him was, on the road trip. Baby. Not only was he probably healthy enough to play, you know, right when he was getting put into the protocols, but now he's had even more time to yeah. get healthier. So like, yeah, we have him at the very edge of like hundred percent, like the closest yeah. we're gonna get him. Like yeah. it's not gonna get any closer than where Luca's at right now. All right, yeah. Bucks won that one, one seventeen, one thirteen. Next game, the game that everyone was waiting for. Yeah, and what? it was it was really good too. It was a really good game. Draymond nearly had a triple double, eight points, ten rebound or ten assists, eight rebounds. Curry, Curry, you know, Curry, Curry did Curry six, things. Four, yeah. Did some Curry things. Gary Payton, the second. He's he's getting a lot of minutes lately. He's been big for the Golden State Warriors as of late. Yeah. And, you know, he, 30 minutes on the Christmas game. Uh, 14 points, eight rebounds. Yeah. Big time. So it's uh, sad that Clay, we only have like, one more of these games before the playoffs. Yeah. They've and been so uh, good Clay will be year. part of the next one. Yeah. Clay yeah. will be back here in the next week or so, I would imagine. Um, yeah. So, Warriors, Suns. Mm. Oh, man. Some good teams this year. And the, the streak, you know, the, Very the Phoenix went on was just – it was unreal. And, you know, they're a really good team. And it's good to see Devin Booker back and playing mm-hmm. again after that little hamstring because uh, he missed the last one against these this uh, Warriors team, I believe. Um so, these are some great teams. I mean, as much as some oh, don't yeah. want to see it because they want to see LeBron, you know, back in the conference finals, heading to the championship, or our Mavs bust through, make a conference finals appearance. <laughs> this is more likely what you're going to see. I mean, yeah. they're unless they they run into some injury, knock on wood. Yeah. Please never let it be Clay Thompson again. Keep knocking on wood. Uh, it's going to be a great you know, matchup in the Western Conference Finals. I don't really see a whole lot, yeah. you know, changing unless, you know, the Lakers just go on some streak of winning games because, you know, Westbrook likes to play good at the beginning of the year to, like, March. He has this span where he's, like, the greatest ever. And, uh, you know, that, that'll help him. We're win. entering that stretch now. <laughs> it's, it's coming. It's coming. And uh, it'll be Westbrook and LeBron because AD's out for some weeks. Yeah. So, uh, and we'll get to that here in a second. 
within the within the Lakers Nets game, but Warriors. Let's see, Chris Paul now doing some phenomenal things, man. Uh, Twenty-one as always. Six as always. The point guard rising up the all-time assist ranks and just continuing like ever since you know every time he goes to a team, man. Like just look at the effects. Like they went to the finals last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty-six and six right now. Like that's. He and a couple of other glue guys just made this team just turn upside down. Oh, yeah. And uh, <sighs> when they get Clay back for Golden State, it's going to be a problem. It's, it's even scarier. That team's going to be even scarier than they are yeah. now. They're Golden doing State- all this. They're, they're top, top best record in the NBA, best record in the Western Conference, obviously, and they've done it all without Clay. Yeah. And now, well, Warriors won that. For those that didn't know, 116-107. Nets-Lakers was the next matchup. You didn't get everything you were hoping for because you didn't get MVP candidate Clay Thompson. Or MVP candidate Kevin Durant. What am I doing? I said Clay Thompson. <laughs> Goodness. Got Clay on the mind, my friend. Yeah, just yeah, but didn't have MVP candidate Kevin Durant. And uh, Nets still came away with it. James Harden came out and James Harden them 36-10-10, triple-double on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And uh, Patty Mills, he had also 34, 34-7 assists. Oh, Patty, you remember him from when he used to nail threes on the maps and a Spurs yeah. uniform. Yep. So, and it's, uh, it's the point the Lakers keep dropping these games. I understand they don't have AD, you know, Yeah, now. it's five in a row now, right? But they are servicing in some some guys like Stanley Johnson played twenty seven minutes. Uh, yeah, it was, it was five losses in a row. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know LeBron had thirty nine seven and nine, but I mean, and Dwight Howard only gave you two points, three rebounds, some some uh, some Dwight Powell numbers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only played six minutes, but still. Melo seventeen eleven and four, but you know need some more from Melo in thirty nine minutes. Uh, Malik Monk gave you 20 and 35 minutes off the bench. But, you know, you're running on 10-day contracts between Stanley Johnson and Darren Collison, 27 minutes and 12 minutes. You know, Stanley gives you seven points, some some tough defense, and Collison just dribbles yeah. that thing for you. But yeah. Lakers got some real problems out there. Um, uh, outscored 36 to 20 in the third quarter. Big difference maker. And whole difference in the game right there is that third quarter, aside from having a, a crap first yeah. quarter as well. Um, but that's where it, where it really lost women, and they only lost by seven somehow. Uh, they had a near forty point second quarter, and that's why. But uh, they can't stay hot, you know. Regardless of a Westbrook triple double, thirteen, you know, eleven assists, twelve rebounds. I mean, only thirteen. You know, the efficiency was probably what it usually is. So, one twenty two, one fifteen Nets over Lakers, and lastly, BJ, and unfortunately, I hide myself. I fell asleep. I wasn't sure how I was going to go. I didn't, I didn't know who was – I didn't see who was playing. I forgot to check. Mm-hmm. KP ended up playing no Luka. Yeah. Uh, I think um, – what's his name came back? Uh, Josh Green, too. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. So, yeah. fell asleep during oh, the thank, second thank, game. That's the highlights. Thank, thankfully, I watched uh, – I watched at least the – the end of the third and beginning of the and 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 I think most if not all the fourth I was able to to watch the end I wasn't able to see the first half but uh what I'll say is that you know when when I saw that Luca wasn't gonna be able to play 
I immediately went and, and checked my sports book. I was like, you know, I wonder what what the odds uh, makers think about this. And sure enough, they had Utah favored by anywhere from like 13 and a half to like 17, I think I saw in one one book. And I was like, oh, that's way too much. I don't think we'll win. Or I know we won't win. I, I didn't think we would, you know, win, but I thought we could be competitive enough to to not lose by that much. And sure enough, that's kind of what we saw. And the Mavericks did have their chances, as you saw in, in several times that they've been without Luca this year, where they have been right there and, and just could not get enough, you know, between Brunson, between with KP and, and, and some of the other guys, they were are right there. Just having Luca, having that extra threat is, is, is going to be what that takes that team, I think up to the next level. Uh, ultimately it wasn't enough on Christmas night, but it could have been a whole lot worse. I thought about putting some money on the Mavs to cover the spread. I didn't. That's on me. <laughs> you fumbled the bag there, BJ, but I did fumble uh, the bag. Mavs are out here pushing a whole lot of G league players, you know, overseas players on, on 10 day mm-hmm. contracts. I mean, that's half their team right now. You yeah. know, the starters plus yeah. Moses Brown and Josh Green. Or what you had serviceable. Well, actually, Josh Green didn't even play on Christmas. I'll so take that back. He was still out on Christmas. So you only had no, the starting unit, which was yeah. KP, Sterling Brown, Dwight Powell, Jalen Brunson, Frank, Frank Nilakina, and Moses Brown for your team on Christmas mm-hmm. Day. Like the rest of them were all yeah. like 10 day contract guys. And, you know, yeah. regardless of, you know, how you know, not bad some of them are playing, and, you know, as the games we're, we're looking at recently, they're still playing well in, you know, like the Brandon Knights of the world. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we might end up keeping a guy like him, and maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe dump a Willie Cauley Stein or a Trey Burke. I don't know, but um, yeah, you know, all, the, worst the guys game. that we're pushing out to be able to make that a four-point game, and uh, you know, nearly beat the Jazz. Yeah, on their home court, which we have struggled on in the past, even at full strength, we've we've had just some phenomenal butt kickings at the hands right. of the Jazz. The, the real part there where the where the Mavs went wrong in the game was that second quarter. They let them get 40 on them, and that's yeah. that's where the separation began because every yeah. bit of the game was close. Uh, the Mavs won the third quarter and only lost the fourth by four. That's what they ended up losing the game by. Yeah. It wasn't had that 11. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, KP had 27-9. and nine. Jalen Brunson played well, not as efficient this time, but still 27-6. and six. Yeah. Uh, Frank gave you 17 in 34 minutes as a starter. Yeah, you know those ten points from Brandon Knight were good. Uh, Moses Brown limited minutes did well, um, but um, just not good when you have you know a lot of your starters out. No Tim Hardaway Jr. It, Luka, it's it's, it's tough to win games. Yeah, yeah. I mean it was already tough, but now it's just like who are these yeah. guys? Yeah. <laughs> Happy Mass fans are like MFFL, but go number one. They they found they found Plus like Theo they found. Who? They found seven guys at the local YMCA, and they're like, "Hey, you're playing for the Mavs on Christmas Day." <laughs> Basically, get your, get your local church hoopers, your your, uh, your little half court guys. But uh, that's what the Mavs had to deal with. They only lost by four. Impressive. Uh, sad to say that I missed the majority of it, but you know. Yeah. Well. And uh, you missed getting your hopes up on Christmas night, and I think you could have easily. Just slept through that and not had to deal with the 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 pain. <laughs> I should put you in the penalty box, BJ. That I that's what I deserve. It, it's yeah, pretty much at this point. Well, hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that'll make you a winner 
once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. The NHL got rid of ties in 2005, so you know someone is going to light the lamp. That's right, Drew. In fact, I, I have tickets to one of my Christmas presents is uh, I'm going to be going to a Stars game uh, okay. in the month of January. So yes. I'm excited. Uh, I might have to put some money down with DraftKings because uh, sports books may not be available in your state yet, but there is nothing to worry about because everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with just their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw down one dollar on any NHL game and win a hundred dollars in and win a hundred in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. You must be 21 years or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-G-A-M-B-L-E-R. Drew, I think I told you a couple episodes ago, did I not, that we should keep an eye on one person in particular in terms of some of these WNBA head coaching rumors, Becky Hammond. And wouldn't you know it, her name has popped up again. You're right. You're right. You did. You did. You did, you did. I did. I did. You did. You also had another take, which, you know, we haven't seen a whole lot of since yeah. then. So we'll just, we'll see how that goes. But, <laughs> you know, BJ, the more I look at this Becky Hammond rumor um, that they're seriously, you know, New York and, Vegas are seriously considering making her the new head coach. I'm mm-hmm. trying to talk to her and pursue her, the assistant out in San Antonio. Yeah. Um, you know, she's got a mutual interest in making the jump. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's enticing <laughs> for, for, I mean, main, two main reasons. Yeah. Those are the places that she spent her career. I mean, aside from, you know, the aces being moved from San Antonio to, Vegas, but that was where they were, you know, that Fran, it's the same organization. So she knows all those people. Yeah. And, you know, who knows if San Antonio is going to come back in that capacity as a basketball team in the WNBA, you know, once expansion talks, you know, ramp up later on, mm-hmm. but um, you know, that's where she spent half her career, eight years in San Antonio slash now Vegas yeah. and eight years in where New York, mm-hmm. New York. So, mm-hmm. You can see why both are makes sense enticing. Yeah. Yes, but Vegas isn't open right now, is it, Drew? Vegas is not open, and that's that was the biggest question mark. You know, once this news even came out, like mm-hmm. it doesn't like why are we asking that question? It doesn't like, make where, sense. Where'd Bill go? Where'd Bill go? Where, did mm-hmm. I miss some news about well where Bill Lambeer went? Yeah, no, he's he's still there as the uh, as the uh, head coach as of right now. Mm-hmm. There is speculation that he could move into the now open GM role, which they're like two-time executive of the year. Yeah. To jump ship and go be an executive for a different team. So that spot's right. open and Bill could take that route. Yeah. You know, with those reports coming out, they've already got to be talking about it. Or I mean, they're not just going to be like, you know, we're pursuing Becky Hammond if, you know, there's not talks out with Bill in the, 
No, yeah. Aces, knowing that this type of news is going to get out. Yeah. So there's a possibility with that. Bill could do that, and that could work, maybe, depending on how much leeway he gives Becky. We'll see. Yeah. Don't know. But you know, New York Liberty, different, different story. It's where she started her career. It's where she yeah. grew up as a player and a person at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's really, you know, go back to somewhere that has always been what it is in the New York Liberty and you know, the new ownership over there and everything that they're trying to build with that young team, you know, Sabrina, you know, yeah, uh, Michaela and Wede, Natasha Howard, Benaj and Laney, all those players, or yeah. go to Aces where it's already built. You just get to do it how you want to now. And these yeah. players probably would get to play a lot more freely. Yeah. You know, maybe shoot some more threes. You know, Becky used to shoot a <laughs> few of those. She used to shoot a little bit of them things. Yeah. So they might be allowed to shoot some three-pointers out there a little bit. What but, a novel um, idea. <laughs> but who knows? It's just, you know, if Bill Lambert is down with the deal and, you know, Becky takes it, then cool. Becky would have to take it before Bill, you know, swaps spots and that news drops. So it would yeah. probably drop in a domino effect. You know, Aces would let Bill's news fly. And then it would be like, oh yeah, doors open for Becky Hammond, or they would just do it bang bang same day. I think I think that would be the best thing. That way, it's just it's just one after another, probably same press conference even. Right, like you know, maybe an hour apart drops, but yeah, they got a press conference in an hour after this last drop. Be there or be square. Yeah, (laughs) but you know, BJ, you don't what what you did predict. You know, or or uh, give a stab at, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, weeks ago was the idea of Sandy Brondello moving to New York. Yeah, as, that is still a as one of those. As yeah, as one of those coaches to possibly just you know go look for a new challenge. You know that coaches love to do nowadays. But yeah. Oftentimes it doesn't end up working unless they have like you know, a good program that they quote unquote is you know a new start. Like you just mm-hmm. inherited a stud team. It's like yeah. when Steve Kerr got the Warriors. Like that's not a new start. That's no. here you go. Do something with it. Or that's you're Mark. That's Mark Jackson's team, and and you're oh. destined to to win more games. Right. Like this, you have literally the keys to the car. All you got to do is turn the thing on and drop. Yeah, and don't and crash they, it. Don't crash it. Right. And they took you to three championships. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Three championships in like four or five years when he was there. Yeah. yeah. Early on. So. Yeah, I mean. It's it's either either way I think, but like if if you had to make this decision, BJ, I guess I'd toss this to you. Pretend you're you're in Becky's shoes, like and you have both of these franchises that you played for in your careers. Yeah, and like you've been an assistant coach in the NBA, you know, waiting for your spot of there. And these two both conveniently say, "We're trying to do this." What about we you? want you? We want you. We want you. Mm-hmm. Which one is more enticing to you? The Aces situation where they have been in the finals numerous times over the years and always, you know, competitors for a championship already. Her latest team, you know, was the Stars that mm-hmm. turned into the Aces. So yeah. that's our most recent connection. Mm-hmm. Or the team that drafted her where she spent eight years to start her WNBA career. Mm-hmm. That she would have, like, all the control. And, you know, I, I, I a fun young bunch and group of players to work with and see what they can do. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's a good question. I, yeah, it's, it's tough to say for sure. You know, if, because I'm not in her shoes, I think going to Vegas is, you know, the best chance you get to uh, immediately go and get yourself a championship. If that's what you're, 
you know, if that's what you're looking for, I think they've got the talent and, and, you know, the roster to, to uh, immediately compete in the, the WNBA finals. But it, it, if she wants a challenge, if she wants to build it up her way and, and prioritize things a certain way, then I, I think she could absolutely give some, some thoughts to going to New York. And I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think I'd be more surprised at this point if she stayed as the assistant in waiting in San Antonio. I mean, I, I think that, you know, if she does leave, it would only be for, you know, a couple of years and then she might come back up and, and be ready to, or at least apply and, and give it, be given an interview for replacing uh, coach pop down in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that this is the right time for her. If she's seriously considering being a head coach, go ahead, get yourself a, a season or two at, you know, at least in the WNBA. And then, you know, that way you're, you're showing how you can build up the team. You've got, you know, more of a track record as opposed to, I mean, you, you're, you're seeing great things from Hermer regardless, even in San Antonio being an assistant, but you know, it, I think it's her time to shine. I think that she should seriously consider, uh, n- you know, not just the uh, New York offer, but the uh, the Aces, if there really is any truth to, to that being coming open with, with Lambeer potentially moving into the front office. Speaking of Lambeer, Lambeer has been the coach of the Aces for four full seasons now mm-hmm. and has had two 20-plus win seasons. And yeah. – one conference championship and uh, a trip to the finals. And, you know, people have still been wanting him out as head coach for a while. People have been gunning. For can't, can't please everybody. You can't. You absolutely can't. Like he keeps, you know, taking you guys to the semifinals every year, you know, finals. And you want him to leave. Calm down. But, yeah. uh, you know, it is, it is what it is. You know, uh, you know, sometimes things run its course. Um, the longest, you know, tenure he had anywhere in the league was in Detroit, you know, from beginning to 02 to 09. Um, you know, spent, I think it's five years. Five, yeah, five in New York before he came to uh, to Vegas. Um, and ever since that inaugural year, uh, where they were 14 and 20 before they drafted all those number one picks they have now. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, they've won at least 18 games aside from yeah. that. So they're always good. You know, he's winning over there. Did they, did the, does everybody like his style? No. Um, you know, do people nitpick at the fact that he doesn't like, like them to shoot very many threes? Yeah. For the most part. No, but he has a good team. He's, he's bred, you know, multi-time six women of the year in Dierka Hamby, you know, six women now in Kelsey Plum, MVP and Angel Wilson, you know, uh, Liz has been an all-star out there for him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Jackie Young is eventually probably going to be an all-star in her career, maybe within the next two, three years. We'll see. But yeah, uh, doing extremely well out there with her. Uh, you know, so, I mean, he's doing a lot. Like, he's doing almost everything you can ask for aside from bringing championships right now. Yeah, I, I mean, think that's the biggest. In the past. I think that's the biggest question if you're an Aces fan is yeah. do you want that consistency that Lambeer gives you or do you want to make the change and do you think Hammond is going to be the coach that's going to get you pushed up to the next step and, and get you the championship? I'm not sure, but obviously, you know, we it'll be interesting for sure to watch and, and see what, what Becky Hammond decides to do. Um, I, I think that you just got to, for right now, you got to assume that she's, you know, 
going to take one of those two gigs. I, I don't know which one, but I, I, it would be very surprising to me if, if she's not, uh, if she, if she's, unless she knows something that we don't like that pop is going to announce like tomorrow that he's stepping down at the end of the season or something like that. Uh, yeah. and that she's going to be the, the coach, you know, the interim or until, you know, they, they do their, their search or whatever that she'll be, she'll be the, the top candidate. I, I don't know. I just don't know if it's worth it to risk it for her. Like every opportunity is good. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Whether you want to sit a couple more years and wait on pop. I'm like it's worth it to sit a couple more years and take over the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. And you'd be the first woman to do it. I don't think she necessarily cares about being the first to do it or anything like yeah. that. It's just that the opportunity is so plentiful that it's, like, yeah, that's it's why right you've been there. there for years. Cause you yeah. are trying to usher yourself into the head coaching seat. Um, and you know, she could come take either one of these teams and take Mm -hmm. either one of them to the playoffs all the time. Yeah. Especially the way both are even constructed right now, whether she wanted to deal a couple and mix a couple of things up, like if she went to the aces, shuffle Mm -hmm. a thing or two around, uh, and then New York, you get what you got right now and just, you know, just needed to be healthy for a season, you know, maybe add a piece or draft a piece and you're in it. I mean, Yeah. So, uh, you know, both of those are really enticing. It's just about does she want to still wait on San Antonio? Does she still have does she have information like she knows Pop's going to retire and knows yeah. the job's her? She's been told. Yeah. Blah, 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 or or what? I mean, she and, and have- I, I think that you can still be considered a candidate even if you do leave. I don't think they're going to hold that against you for because you've been right there. You've been you know, the, the biggest, you know, the best assistant coach and, and you've got the love of the both leagues, I think uh, in her case, that she's just beloved by, by both leagues and, and her contributions to both that she would seriously get uh, attention and, and get interviews and be considered a, a front runner for that job. Once pop retires and she could still afford to go down to the WNBA, not, not necessarily, not even down is not the right word I'm meaning, but she could go, and make that step into the WNBA, become a head coach for a couple of years, even if, you know, uh, unless she knows that Pop is, is you know, not going to coach for more than, you know, another season or two or something like that. I think that she has built up that goodwill that she could even, you know, she could do both. She could go to the WNBA and still potentially come back and become the first NBA female head coach. Well, the thing for me is just like she's been there for so long now in San Antonio. Eight seasons. This is the eighth mm-hmm. season. She's been there since the 14-15 season when she was 37, right after I'm pretty sure she she left the, the league. Mm-hmm. Um, or right at the time she was leaving the league. Yeah. Um, actually, let me uh, So, yeah. So, the year that she left is when she joined the Spurs. Yeah. When she retired. That's what I thought. So, I mean – it's really it's just a matter of like, do you want to stay here and hopefully be ushered, hopefully and that's that's mind you unfortunately it's it's still hopefully be ushered in to that uh, head coaching role once Greg Popovich retires yeah um, or you can go take over the WNBA and be one of the prominent young coaches that has come back and made it work as a player coach yeah because uh, a lot of people have you know questions in those player coaches like Vicky Johnson you know even though she took Dallas to the playoffs they have a lot of questions about her coaching, coaching style. Like, is it always best to hire a former player as your head coach? Do they always yeah. know, you know, as much as they think they know or whatever? <laughs> is it always the better hire? Yeah. Just because they were players. 
Um, I don't know if she'll catch as much flack. Uh, don't know. Probably not. Don't know, but it's just it's it's hard to to leave that after you've been there eight years. And you yeah. gotta think, you know, at least from our perspective, BJ, I gotta think Pop is retiring in the next two years. Yeah, I, I think you're right. They've got the new young regime in. You know, you know, Dejounte's been there for a little bit, but you know, Keldon, Devin Vassell. Uh, Trey Jones, you know, just the new young Spurs group, and that could just be, you know, handed to her to take over and you know make the new Spurs, you yeah. know, of of the time after Pop. And I think that's that's almost exactly what they're trying to build there. Um, so I, I don't know. I just don't think she would leave, even though those are the two perfect spots. And I really think New York is even better uh, to mm-hmm. usher yourself into and just take that over. Um, yeah. Because that 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 would be signifying, you know, that would be all on you, basically. That would but be if they have your, your footprint all over it. Yeah, if they've got something though to where they want to, you know, uh, you know, allow her to go coach for a couple of years, you know, last pop's last couple, and then you know, Spurs will announce like, oh, we're looking for a new head coach. We'll do a thorough search. Blah 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 blah. We'll have interviews. Blah 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 blah. And then uh, Becky decides to resign after two years in New York or something, and then it's like, yeah. oh, here we go. But yeah. I don't know if it would just work out like that. She might love being in New York or uh, Las Vegas so much that she doesn't want to go take the Spurs job now. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I just, just me, if I'm That's, in Becky's shoes, which I'm not and won't get to be, but I don't leave San Antonio. It's tough. They have mutual interests, yeah. like as we were talking about, but I don't know. I mean, you can still be interested and still say no. Yeah, absolutely. Be interested and still say no. So, yeah. It just remains to be seen as far as that goes. You know, we'll keep looking out for it. You know, it, it will sure real be life is like, you know, I'm taking on the GM role. It's like, okay, this is happening. It will sure um, be interesting to watch for sure, Drew. Right. Or if no New York gets a no New York coach gets announced. Yeah. Um, also keep an eye out. Uh, I don't know if I if I mentioned this on the show, but uh, Pokey Chapman, former WNBA coach, having talks with the uh, Phoenix Mercury for that job. Okay. So interesting. We'll yeah. I don't that. think we've mentioned that on this show yet. Right, not a whole lot with that. There's just you know, there's been still rumors, been engagements about it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's uh, you know, amazing to be seen about a lot of stuff. We gotta still find out. But uh, absolutely, it's not time. Play a little game. All right, play a little game. Huh? Play a little game, BJ. Play a little game. Play a little game. Look game. Look game. Game. Look game. Game. Look game. Well, one of these days we'll have music here for for games. There's gonna be some. There's gonna be some music for this game. Do, 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 uh, do, do, do. Right. I don't know. This game is called With It or Quit It. Ooh. We got five questions for our Mr. BJ. You know, normally we would have it for a guest. If we had a guest, we would ask them, but we ask each other when we don't. So I've got yep. five questions for BJ today in this episode. Five a couple questions. of twists and turns, so be I'm gonna I'm gonna buckle up. All right, buckle up. All right, number one. The Dallas Mavericks keep at least one player from the 10-day contracts that have been signed. With it or quitting? Yeah, I'm with it. I think that Knight, the way he played last night in, in Portland, I think he's definitely solidified himself of a roster spot. I, I definitely think that, you know being thrust into action, you know, at a moment's notice and being able to 
perform like he was able to do and and I think can still do uh, at a league level um, is is going to give him uh, one of those spots. I, I'm absolutely with it. Whose spot does he take? Burke. I think Burke. I think you replace uh, guard with guard. I, 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 as much as I'd like to see, you know, somebody replace Colley Stein, I'm not sure who that'd be. So I'm, I'm just going to say Knight replaces Burke for now. Okay. I'm not mad at that at all. I like the way no. Brandon and uh, Brandon Knight's been playing. Yeah, me too. All right. <laughs> this pertains to what we were just talking about. And I guess you just have to make a final decision on it, BJ. All right. Becky Hammond <laughs> stays in San Antonio until she is a head coach at San Antonio. With it or quit it? Now, I know we disagree. I'm going to say quit it. I think she can absolutely afford to – to uh, go in and be a head coach uh, and still still get serious consideration to be the you know in the NBA. So I'm, I'm going to say quit it. I think she goes ultimately at the end of the day. I think she's going to go to New York. That's okay. that's I'm, I'm I'm putting tape out there that will no doubt be used to prove me wrong when it, when she stays. But I, that's I think obviously I don't know what what her decision will be. I just something telling me I think that that's what would make the most sense for her right now. All right. Number three. Dogs are better than cats. With it? Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know where this question came from, but I love it. Um, I I'm a lover of all animals. I love dogs, especially. So uh, I think cats very obviously have great qualities as pets. But I just think that dogs are just more loving and more oriented to, you know, you, they, they are so loving and just, you know, full of, of kindness. And, and they're so happy to see you that they, they have to be, you know, uh, better than cats because the cat cat could care less when you get home and it's just like oh you've returned okay i'll prepare for to wait for food for 15 30 minutes or whatever but a dog is so happy to see you and tag tail wagging it's just uh i, I i'm with it absolutely drew i i love i loved uh we, before the show started we got to see a little cameo from apples and and so uh i was just i was my heart went Speaking of cameos from Apples, Apples, we have a guest appearance on the show. I have to back up a little bit so that you can <laughs> see her, and we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and full cam me while we got Apples. Come on, Apples. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little treat while we're here talking about dogs being better than cats. Come here, yes. Oh, hello, Apples. Girl, yeah. Hi, Apples. Right. You want a treat, Mom? What's so treat? sweet. Want a treat? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. look at her Please give her a high five. Oh, yeah. Her little twisties. No, old Roy twisties. Oh, yeah. Ooh. We like them. Gotta put it on the nose. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's the I best part it. of the episode right there. Nothing, yeah. can, beat, nothing can beat that. <laughs> Good girl getting a treat. Dogs are indeed better than cats. Number four. Chipotle is overrated. With it or quit it? 
<laughs> People need to know. <laughs> All right, what what exactly do we do we think would qualify for for overrated is the question because you can you know I could definitely get on board with overpriced. Uh, it 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 really depends on like the area and, and surroundings and everything like that. Like East where Texas. I, East Texas. Oh, I'm sure you can find you know several places that will be better and cost less than chipotle so i'm, I'm gonna say with it in, in that respect because like for for me when i i worked in downtown dallas there was a chipotle within walking distance of of the uh old station that i worked for so oftentimes if if i needed something to eat i'd go down there because that was basically it was either that or a jimmy john's essentially uh that, that those were my options so it, it kind of was a matter of necessity. If you needed something, and that's basically you've got two choices, depends on what you're in the mood for. But if you've got other options, if you've got something better, if you've got a uh, taco cabana, if you've got, you know, some other, you know, especially eat local, eat local businesses, you know, they are deserving of your time and attention, and they're probably going to be better food there anyway. So I'm, I'm absolutely going to say with it, Chipotle, Overrated here, heard it here first. Eat black owned, do that too. Yes, there's a special place for my for my DFW people out there. Want some good good seafood, some good eating. Go out to mm -hmm. TJ's Catfish and Wings in Arlington. Thank you later. All right, number five. Five. Number five. You, BJ Lauder. Me. We'll make the fantasy basketball playoffs this year. <laughs> next, ne wait, wait, wait. Next year or this year? This year. This season? Oh, quit it. You quit are it. only no. three no. games out from the final eight seed. Quit it. No. Three games out. You quit? Oh, come no. on. Bro. You're three I'm, I'm games too, out. I'm, you have two I'm, months left. I am too banged up, dude. I no. It, it would it would be the it would be the I would be the biggest sacrificial lamb in terms of fantasy basketball playoffs. And my team somehow I got to win more than one game, you know, on the season in order to be able to compete. Uh, I've just got so I've got early a, too. I've got I got to make sure that I know next time when the draft is instead of not being you available. You team. You can trade. We're trading draft picks, BJ. You can come back this year. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. But right now, I'm, I'm not thinking there's any chance. I'm, I'm thinking I got to be pessimistic here. I'm going to say that I'm going to say quit it. And basically, I'm just going to take my lumps when I get them. And if I get a win, I'll be pleasantly surprised. That is tough. I, I'm in full on tank mode, Drew. I'm in full on <laughs> tank mode. Give, give me the number one pick next year. Fine. Uh, yeah. oh, <laughs> you'll probably want to trade it. <laughs> you know, whatever. Oh, All right, Bees. You got to have more confidence in your team. I've got confidence in my team to lose, if that helps. <laughs> my team is winning. But, you know, let's, give some, let's give some records. All right. While we're here right. talking about BJ's fabulous team. Let's let's not and say we did, please. I told you we were talking fantasy, didn't I? I know, I know you did. I just should have believed you. <laughs> My team, the redeemed team in our fantasy basketball league, tied for the best record in the league at eight and two. 
third overall because I don't have enough points. But tied for the best record. BJ. Mm-hmm. And I'm tied for the best record in my division as well. It's three-way tie. North of the Wall division. Shout out Game of Thrones. Shout out Game of Thrones. Uh, BJ. Yeah. In the other division. In the North. One and nine. Yeah. Last in his division. Not great. Although I am leaning this week somehow, some way. So we're only two games out of fourth in his division. No, no. The only three games out of a playoff spot. Don't give me hope. Don't do it. Don't give me hope. BJ, you are now <laughs> you are currently the twelfth seed in the league. Out of what? The eighth seed that's in the playoffs is only four and six. Only four and six right now. So you have time to catch up. Make the playoffs. Make a run. And do something great. You can be great. You can be great, BJ. I can be great. I can be great. great. I can be great. I don't know what happened. Say Say it again. Say it again. I can be great. Yes. But I won't be. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, that's, okay. that's, we're ending on that note there. Here we are. Mr. Oh, Beach. Drew, just I because just your wanna... team is called Dumpster Fire doesn't mean it has to be a dumpster fire. It has to be. That. I got to live up to change it to be like BJ's spin, splendiferous team. I've got to live up to expectations. If I'm named, no, dumpster you lived fire, up to expectations be... last year. You need to just be fire, no dumpster. Fire, no dumpster. Uh, oh man, Drew. Oh man, I just want to wish you and yours a happy new year before we sign off for this yes. one. It's a couple of days away. In fact, when this drops, it'll be New Year's Eve, last day of 2021. Yep. Yep. Happy New Year to you and yours, too, and everybody listening, as a matter of fact, and and everybody part of the Basketball Podcast Network as well. Make sure you use promo code TBPN as you create your account on DraftKings. Get yourself hooked up. Get yourself hooked up. Promo code TBPN. Make sure you guys find us on Twitter and Instagram Instagram. at the underscore lowdown. That's T-H-A underscore lowdown on Twitter and Instagram. This has been another episode of The Lowdown. We'll see you next week.